That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> My name is Aidan, welcome to episode 5. Um, I hope everyone's everyone's doing well, having good weekends or weeks, wherever you're, wherever you're at. Um, quick thanks to Marley for this week's theme, theme tune I suppose. Um, obviously went with Sam Fender uh, following her album pick, um, as he was one of the two, so thank you to Marley for that. Um, thank you to everyone that's listened to that episode so far. If you haven't, please go back and check it out once you've listened to this one. Um, I'm going to keep this intro a bit quick, a bit brief this week because I've had quite a heavy weekend um, combining drinking and working. So I'm kind of having, my, having to force myself to do this one. Because um, as some of you might know, the older you get, the harder it is to bounce back from those kind of things so uh yeah slightly quicker intro this week um so i'm just gonna get straight to it um my guest this week was abby brew abby is a friend and a work colleague we share the same job as duty managers at millsy's slash the oak um abby has a background obviously in hospitality she also has a background in social care um she also has quite a sizable uh social media following which is something she does alongside her her day job um we sat down last week we talked about all these all these things um we talked about a few others as well um as usual just sort of seeing what makes abby abby and what's got her to where she is now um yes it was a really good chat um really enjoyed doing it and another thank you um thanks again to to abby for for joining me for this one um i hope you all enjoy it and without further ado i will let you enjoy let you enjoy the episode Knotted up with the baggage Left like a stone All sounds just like <laughs> you Yeah, better than these It's fine First question is an easy one um, How are you? I'm good, very good Yeah How are you? I'm good You're the first person to ask that back Really? Yeah Out of three people <laughs> Wow. Um, have you been recently good? Yeah, really, really good. Getting yeah. a lot better. Getting yeah. a lot better now. Stress is going. Yeah. Life, stress of life. Yeah. But I'm sure, we'll, I'm sure we'll come to it. Come oh, to it later. Of course. But yeah, a lot, a lot better recently. Thank you. Good, good. Um, 
any anything that's coming up? Any recent recent highlights? Um, I've just I've just been very social recently. Just yeah. got my good group of friends around me now. So having the little plans that we've got throughout the summer. I've got my mum's wedding coming up. Yeah. So I'm excited for the next few months, to be honest. Yeah. Is that this week? You're off this weekend, aren't you? I'm off this weekend for my mum's hendo. Oh, okay. So we're going out Saturday afternoon, but with the work at the moment, I thought I'd take a bit of extra time yeah, off. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, what's on the plan for the hendo, if, so, if you can say? Oh, I can. Um, it's a bit boring. Obviously, my mum's in her 50s now. It's her second wedding, so she's not going all out. We're going... To the Hatton Arms yeah. for a meal and then probably a couple of drinks, but I don't think it's going to be a crazy yeah, yeah. Willy Straw <laughs> sort of situation. Never all that out there. No, um, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that, yeah, sounds good. Um, any of the summer plans? I know it's a bit tricky with us. It's a bit late with summer now, yeah. though, isn't it? We're getting into, what, late August now. Summer's gone. Someone's that, was really, got... that was a really stupid question. It was... um, <laughs> but no. Someone's gone. I, I do want to look at going on holiday maybe for my birthday in yeah. January. So I think that's my next sort of planning. But we've got the big C word before that. Oh, yeah, for Christmas, yeah. Yeah, Christmas. Planning's then. For... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, we've got Christmas. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, always a fun time in hospitality. Oh, great. Um, speaking of hospitality, um, yeah. I like to sort of establish how how I got to know these people that are on these things. Yeah. Um, obviously, I know how we met. Um, but how did we how did we got to know each other? How did we meet? So we met when you first started here was what six, six years, years ago. ago? Yeah. yeah. So when I was here, I think I was more Millsies at the time that you started, and you were more here. So we didn't really speak yeah. much at first. Yeah. But then we did start speaking work-wise. But then when I came back last year and we were working so closely together, yeah. I think that's where we got closer. But yeah, it, yeah. it's here. Yeah. Um, so, um, obviously, you mentioned more recently we've worked together a bit more. Um, obviously, in the same place at the Oak or Millsies or yeah. wherever. Um, just from an outside perspective, how, how am I to work with? What's the... I think you're absolutely hysterical, Aidan. I think the yes. blunt the bluntness of you is just <laughs> something else. Good, good. You've been in hospitality for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, as same same with me. Yes. Um, what drew you to what drew you to hospitality? What's what's the motivation behind doing it? I think when I started in hospitality, I was probably about fifteen. And I started working in a little cafe and I enjoyed it. And then I went away for a few years. I went and did retail or what have you. And then I was actually really struggling as a teenager, looking for something to get into. And my mum was like, oh, what about handing your CV into Millsies? I was like, okay. Eight years later. <laughs> Still here. Still here. I said I did leave, but... I was always come back. I think it's just the way I am. Yeah. This place, I'm, I I enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, a, a few people have done what you've done. They've left, come back. Was were you excited to come back, or was it? I was yeah. very excited to come back. I think the terms I left under were not the right terms to leave under, and coming back to this trade, it's my calling. So yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. 
That leads on to my next question nicely. I've obviously working with you um, more closely over the last year, you were saying? Yeah, I've been back next yeah. month, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I noticed you're, you're, you've got more of a personality for this than, say, me, perhaps. Yeah. Is that something that comes naturally, or is it something that's a bit more, you know, like, like myself, is it a bit more effort? Yeah, see, I've always been that one that's not been shy. I will talk to anybody. I was that I was that child that would walk up to a stranger and say hello. I've always been that sort of person. Oh. Stop that now. <laughs> I've stopped that now, yeah. I'm not gonna go up to some random in the street and say hi. No. But no, I I think I've got quite a good judge of character. So yeah. I know when I can be bantery or have a joke with somebody and then I know when I need to be serious. But yeah, yeah I've always had the personality to just Go with it. I did drama, pretended, oh, okay. pretending to be happy, okay. and pretending yeah. it comes naturally. Okay, so being around, being around all this, and being talking to all these different people, and having to deal with different scenarios, it's natural. It's not something you feel like you have to. No, I think sometimes when I am quite hot-headed, so I think when sometimes people aren't as friendly as you'd like them to be, that comes quite difficult to try and be friendly back. Yeah and try and do it yeah, that I think, way. I think a lot, of this, a lot of this job is about adapting to different people. 100%. Um, and just sort of being ready for for anything. Obviously, you're working with different people as well, so obviously you've got to kind of cater to different personalities and stuff like that. So I of think course, sticking yeah. to... Saying all that, I think sticking to what you are, I think sticking to who you are, I think it's quite important as well. 100%. Um, I think you've, you've done that really well. I think. Thank you. Um, I think I have as well. Maybe I think I think recent the the past year of working with you, I feel like you have from before you have definitely changed. You're definitely yeah. more confident in what you're doing. Yeah, I think yeah. As I just said, I think being more confident in myself and sort of knowing what I'm like 100%. for better or for worse. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, I think yeah, I think personality is a big big part of all this work, and I think people don't see that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes. I think there's an element with, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like with this job sometimes you're performing in a way. 100%. You sort of, you've got to be on. 100%. That's what I say to people. I say, look, if you come into work and you're not feeling as good as you usually do or you're ha not having a great day, just think about, you, we all did drama at school. We can all put on that false persona where we just go with it. Yeah. Yeah, I've had times I've got home and my housemates tries to talk to me and I've just go away you know more or less blanked in <laughs> yeah it's not it's not personal it's just I, I just can't no. do this anymore um, so I think that's that's something that people maybe don't think about with this kind of job 100% be aware be aware we're all performing <laughs> um, you don't actually want to take your food order <laughs> no no I'm not, I don't actually care how you are um, so you mentioned uh, coming back Coming back here. Yeah. Uh, which was a year ago. A year ago, yeah. A year ago, yeah. Um, something that interested me when you came back um, is that you came here. You came here for the social life. Hundred percent. Um, I mean, I say that all my friends have worked here or do still work here, so yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have been that interested or surprised. <laughs> um, now, obviously, that's worked out. Obviously, you do have a good group of friends. 100%. Um, but then, obviously, with the changing nature of all of, of this industry, was there a concern that wouldn't happen? Or? Um, to me, I think in this job, 
you can have a social life without actually having a social life outside of work. I feel like you can have a social life during work hours. I feel like you can have, you can make them groups friends. You can have that laugh, that joke. It's having a social life without actually spending money and earning it while you do it. You're still living the night with everybody else. You're just doing it without the alcohol and without being able to sit down and chat. But you're still living the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think a good a good group around is so important. A hundred percent. Yeah. <clears throat> and I do feel like we have that here. I think a lot of people are very social, very chatty, very like to get involved in certain yeah. things. Yeah, I think obviously we've been here. Both of us have been here for a while, and I do think that's sort of maintained. A hundred percent. Even over the years, obviously we've been through different phases, and we've, you know we've grown up. A hundred percent. Um, I think this place still having that sort of group social exactly mentality is, is maintained, which I think is, which I think is unique. And I think is a, a good point of working out. Oh, definitely. It's definitely there's always going to be somebody that if you say you fancy a pint after work, there's always yeah. going to be somebody that's like, yeah, go on then. Yeah, yeah. Just just to be devil's advocate a little bit. What if that hadn't worked out and you'd have come back and. Yeah, you'd have not liked it, would it have been, see you later? Or? I'm not sure because obviously this is what I want to do in my life anyway. This, Like I said, this is my calling. I've gone and done other things. I did my caring, I did whatever. Um, I think I still would have stayed. Obviously, if I didn't, if the social life didn't work out, I would have gone and found that elsewhere. I would have gone yeah. out, yeah. done different things on my own, if anything, meet new people that way. Yeah. Um, but luckily, it did work out. Yeah. Then you've got the personality where you will sort of find it. Yeah, hundred percent. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I'll speak to anyone, like I said. Um, something I forgot about. Um, obviously, you mentioned working in care. Yes. Um, that's something that I've I I would never do. But yeah. it's something I have massive respect for. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what? It's it's different to hospitality, but it's still sort of the same thing. Very different. Yeah, hundred percent. So. Um, it's the same with you can you judge off characteristics you you can see who can have fun with have button to wear that way and then others obviously need more support i don't know it's it's not as social yeah, yeah. definitely not as social it's actually quite lonely but this second so i did the care and i did the domiciliary and then i went into so um supported living which is really lonely but you still have the people around you to talk to. And you, if you have got that personality to sit and have a chat with these people, then it can be fun. But that took its toll on me. Yeah, what's, what, what's that like, being around that environment? Obviously, I'm assuming it's older people. Yeah, so I worked with... At first, I worked palliative round um, domiciliary through COVID. So that was people that were losing their lives and couldn't have their family around due to what was going on at the point. So that was very, very difficult. Um, obviously I left there and became a support worker with adults with learning disabilities. So like I said, you can have that social side of things with them. You take them out or whatever, but not all of them have the capacity to have a conversation. And as chatty as I am, it does get quite difficult. And when you are lonely being there, I was there for 16 hours some days because I was staying overnight and what have you, but it, it's difficult. Yeah, um, you mentioned COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a bit about that. How was that? Well, how did that 
changed things so just from your sort of an inside <laughs> perspective i actually um worked through the whole of covid being a carer so to me not much changed i was still up and out doing things yeah. working earning money doing what i needed to do um obviously first lockdown i decided to get up and leave my home so that was a big big yeah. difference yeah. but it actually worked out for the better for me anyway and i think that might have had its toll on that yeah. being around someone more than you need to be around them can make things difficult but the rest of covid i've still touch word not had it i've managed to still dodge it that's good working through the whole of it yeah. with people that had it I, well, I always say to my knowledge i don't have it I've, yeah. I've never had it yeah um how true that is i don't know but i tested an yeah. awful lot i yeah. was testing four or five times a week so and then if people had covid around me i was testing twice a day so I I don't think I've had it. I might have had it right right at the beginning, yeah. but or more recently, but I don't think I've had it. You mentioned being around being around those kind of people where maybe the the situation they're in is a bit you know difficult. Difficult, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um how do you how do you again, as I said I respect the massive amount of respect for people that do this sort of job. Mm -hmm. How do you motivate yourself to to do that like um it's so difficult so like we said about the the performing it's the exact same i would have to be there with one of my clients while they took their last breath and keep a face on me um where i didn't show emotion the way i wanted to show emotion mm. and then break after i finished work yeah. it would be you'd have to then go to somebody else that was in the exact same boat so you would go from one house, you'd lose a client, you'd then go to the next house and not be able to show that emotion as they're going through the exact same situation and their families are going through the exact same situation. It is very difficult. Um, keep Keeping that straight face, is that, like, that's critical? That, that 100%. Uh, if, you walk in, if you lose a client and you walk into another client's house who is also palliative and is also very close to losing their life, and show any emotion to the fact that you've just lost somebody, that that could be yeah, not also, a good idea. Is there also a, you sort of just detach yourself from it? Because obviously if you're going, it's going to be happening that frequently. Yeah, see, I tried so hard with a lot of my clients to just detach myself from them, but there was that few that I couldn't. Yeah, of course. And losing them was, was difficult. It was like losing a family member. You were going, to, you were seeing them every day, especially through COVID. The, I was seeing these people more than I was seeing my own family. So, yeah, it it got difficult, and even now I still speak to some of their families, um, and even the ones that before I left hadn't passed, I speak to their families too. Some of them are still alive. Palliative obviously doesn't mean that they're gonna die within the next couple of days. It yeah. can take months, but. I keep in touch with the ones I can. Is that, is that important? Is that important to you? Um, to me, yes, because I went to two of my clients' funerals. Um, only the last bit, but there was a couple and still a couple that I would be there for their family all they needed. And if they ever needed a help doing what they're doing, I would do it. Yeah. 
and it's nice to see obviously my my nan's husband's in the exact same boat and he has his carers and whatever and seeing them the way they are is fantastic to see yeah i think that that speaks a lot to your personality i think having that going that extra extra bit we don't need to yeah um there's a really good really good trait also we just you know about 10 minutes ago we just social life and yeah changing things um Obviously, I've noticed over the last sort of maybe six months, you've sort of developed a really good, strong group of friends. Yeah. Um, this is the awkward bit. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there were some changes that helps this. Yep, very much so. Feel free to go into as much detail as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bit of a, there was a split. Yeah. Um, again, as much detail as you want. How was, how was your outlook after that? How was your obviously you've come yeah. into your own a bit? Yeah, so it's been probably since my most recent split, it's been what six weeks, two months ish. Um it was a difficult one because I did still love this boy, but it was very much like I could not go through what yeah. I was going through with him. I was coming into work and I was getting anxious with what he was doing all the time. Um because he would just wouldn't answer his phone or he'd ignore his he'd be out till all hours not answering his phone or not replying or whatever but I with the friendship group that I've got they've really made me see my worth all of them even before the split they made me see my worth um and sort of helped me through that and I know I could always rely on them to help me through stuff like that the actions that have obviously been done since then have just made it a lot easier for me uh, I talked to I talked to Marley about it in the last one. We talked about support groups, yeah, and how important that's been. Um, obviously, you mentioned it there. Um, is there a big reliance on friends in moments like that? I think yes, definitely. Because when you are sat at home, you are sat thinking about things and what have you. Yeah. So being able to pick up the phone and to Grace or to Eden or to Eva and be like, or Sally, and just be like, guys, can you? Can, can we go do something? It it really helps. It keeps your mind off what the other things you're going through. But when you also are sat with them, you're talking about it. Still it, it helps you yeah. get over it. Yeah. But sitting on your own, it just it doesn't help. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think an important thing is that is that flexibility. Being able to okay, if you want to address this, or if you want to go and get a beer, or if you want. Hundred percent. Not. Yeah. I think that's that's massive in a support group. One hundred percent. Flexibility makes it. So obviously, following that, following that split, it's made you a bit more sociable. Um, would would that have been something you would would have had before? No, or? absolutely not. But that obviously is not something to discuss. But no, definitely, when I had been, there's there was times where it was like go home, like it. That's the sort of I I just couldn't deal with the jealousy and with the paranoia. Yeah, I think going back to my question ten minutes ago, I think when you came back, you said you were coming back for the social life. You said it, and then there wasn't that. Obviously, no. you mentioned obviously the social life within work itself, but then hundred percent for me, the social life is having a beer after and of sitting course. with everyone, and of course, um, and all that. So I think that's what sort of confused me. Yeah, because you weren't doing that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you've explained this wasn't allowing that yeah 100 percent. Um, but obviously very glad to see you out in your element and 
mixing yep. with friends and like we've gone for a beer a few times yeah which i don't think would have happened before no i don't think no. it would have no um, i don't i don't think i would have gone out with even the friends i go out with now yeah um but it's so it's it's so nice yes i probably have drank a bit too much recently oh. but <laughs> let's, why not yeah i think that's one of the things that people say when we go should we do something is usually let's go for a beer Obviously, if it's a daytime thing, like the girls and I have been to Manchester and what have you that way, and we're planning on going to the beach and that that sort of thing, shopping and going out for lunch, I wouldn't have even done that. So doing that is great. Would you say being being single, being within your friends, you last be a bit more expressive? Um, so I know, like fashion style tattoos, definitely 100 percent massive massive thing um i my style recently has just got so much more me yeah i'm being able to express myself through the clothes i wear um through the way i act as well i yeah. think personality wise i've changed slightly i'll never change dramatically but just slightly there's just more to me i'm learning to think of myself a bit more as well mm. So I'm putting myself first. Um, and yeah, even I've recently met somebody new and the way that they say to me, they choose the outfits that I would never have thought I would chose for me. Yeah. But then I put them on and I'm like, this is great. Yeah. But it's in a way that's like, I'm not covered up. I'm not, not expressing myself. If anything, they make me want to express myself more. Yeah, and then with what's happened in the past, you're more focused on being yourself. and 100%, and I always will be. I'll always put myself first yeah. now. Um, obviously, there will be people in my life that will need to be a part of my life in that way, but I will never not express myself the way I want to express myself, and I think the person I met would never make me do that. That's ever. really good. So. Um, this brings us on to the main thing I want to talk about is uh, social media. Of course. Um um, I think it's one of those things that makes you a bit unique yeah. within our group, yeah. ecosystem, whatever. <laughs> ecosystem. Um, yeah, so tell us, for anyone that doesn't know, mainly me, mm -hmm. uh, what is it you do? Um, so I am classed as a micro-influencer. I have management on my Instagram and my TikTok. So I do collaborations. I get sent stuff to post on my social media. Um, I did start slacking a little bit and I've picked it back up again and mainly now I'm doing affordable outfits. Yeah. Um, so most things I buy, I do like my trainers, so I do spend a lot of money on trainers. Yeah. So when people say to me, how are you affording these trainers? It's it's the clothes I wear. It's I buy everything from Primark or from Sheen. And I think people on my social media, that that is me. That's how they see it. They say, oh... She's wearing this outfit today. Like, where did she get these from? And that's how I do it. Um, obviously, my management have helped a lot with that. Um, they help me get my collaborations yeah. that I get. So I got... how, how did that start? Um, I started getting quite a bigger following anyway due to everything I was posting. I was travelling the UK at the time. I was yeah. going to different places. Love street art, so I take photos of the street art and I post that and that started to go really well um, and then people started to notice my style um, and how I dress 
and how I express myself that way. Um, so people were telling me to start posting that. I'd have people from the same management say, look, this is what I think you'd be best doing. And I just started doing it that way. Um, and like I said, my management have helped me with that. What was the, was there a draw there? Or, I mean, as, as you've said, it just sort of naturally happened. Was there a, okay, oh, obviously there's other people doing it. Were you wanting to be that or was there a, just, yeah, just happened? Yeah, I think I have always wanted to do social media anyway. I started a YouTube channel when I was younger and I always wanted to do that watching Saffron Barker and Anastasia or whatever her face is. Um, I always wanted to do that. I seen how their lives were and I, just something that I was interested in doing. Um, but like with past relationships, it never allowed me to do that. Yeah. So I just, at one point I was just like, do you know what, I'm doing it. And I set up a TikTok as well and I started posting videos on there. Um, I also go live on TikTok now too. So I do... Um, yeah, this is something you mentioned the other week and you said you didn't really do anything but you got money for it. Yeah, so... Please explain that to me. <laughs> so I sit, I usually sit and just chat on my TikTok lives, listening to my music, and with having such a wide range music t taste, um, people would say like they like my music, they like this, they like that, and they would just send me gifts for not doing it, just sitting there talking to them. Um, a lot of them would say, oh, no one's really took the time of day to like have a chat like on here. They just usually just sit there or whatever. And I just chat and if, like, I'll always be there for anybody if anyone needs a hand, people message and say it and I end up getting gifts for it. So, I don't do much. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go, but just, <laughs> no. you know, if you can take advantage of these things, do it. If yeah. I could, I would. Yeah. Um, as I've learned from doing this podcast, doing writing, doing different things, um, I've felt a massive amount of self-development. 100% moods changed and all the rest of it. Um, would you say that's the same for you? Has there been like a growth or development or? 100% because you, it's not all about obviously the way people are with you, but when you get the compliments and no matter what, you will always feel a bit better after a compliment and getting the social media, getting people following you, getting people um, speaking to you and saying like they like your music taste or they like your outfit they like your trainers it does give you that sense of oh, okay like this is nice yeah and it does make you feel better about yourself yeah. you do get the trolls yeah but you get more people saying yeah. nice things than nasty well i do anyway but just following the question um what is your and this is a bit too big or broad or whatever um, what's your outlook on social media? Because obviously there's a bit of a, it's good, it's bad. Yeah. What's your, um, in it, what's your... I don't think social media is great for the younger generation. Mm. I think you've got to have a hard shell to be on social media. Yeah. Um, and be doing social media the way that I want to do it. I think you've got to be able to take the criticism. Um, some people on the internet are disgusting. It, there is a lot obviously going around with hacking and this, that, the other, and it can happen. And you do get dodgy messages and you, you do get all that. I like social media. I think social media, 
yes, can be a bad thing, but it can also be used for so much because so many people are on it now. Mm. You could put so many good things on social media for people to see as well. Like it gives awareness. Of, you, you can put awareness out there of things. You can, and, and most people will see it. So I think there is their pro, the pros and cons to social media, and yes, yeah, some people like it, some people don't, but I don't think anyone should. Yes, better, better have it be aware of what it is. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. I suppose, well, I suppose if we're mentioning all that, I suppose should where can if people aren't already, where can people get, where can people get your, um, accounts? Um. So I'm on Instagram, and. On my Instagram, so my Instagram is like X A B S S S S X. If you just type in Abby Bray, you'll find it. I can't just put the link in the. I should have made you say that. That's okay. You can put the link. Um, but all my other socials are connected to my Instagram. There is a link tree in the bio. Um, that's got all my social medias connected to there. I can talk to anyone, I can talk to anyone, I can't talk to you. So we're back for part two. Uh, part two is the fun, fun section. Fun. Um, so I want you to give me your favourite album, film, a drink. Um, this can be from, this can be an all-time favourite, this could be something you discovered yesterday, last week, it doesn't matter. Um, so where do you want to start? Um, I'll let you choose. Ruin everything with the picture. Um, let's go for let's go drink first. I was gonna drink first, yeah. Drink. Yeah. I think most people that know me know my favourite drink. <laughs> I love a can of Red Bull. Yeah, can of Red Bull. Absolutely love Red Bull. And it's not even that it for the caffeine, it's I love the taste of it. So I hate the taste. Yeah, see I love I hate it. The taste. I have it in like desperate if I'm desperately tired at work. I'll go for it, but I hate it. Yeah, so I don't think it affects me anymore. I think I can have a can of Red Bull before bed and still sleep. Hmm. Um, I just love the taste of Red Bull. Interesting. Uh, there was a woman that came in from Red Bull who gave me a can of grapefruit Red Bull. Or oh, nice. And she asked me if I liked it, and I couldn't, I couldn't uh, bring up the courage to tell me I didn't like it. <laughs> so we all quickly just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, album? Um... An album I've been listening to a lot recently, because I don't have like a specific favourite album, but I do love Drake's Take Care. I've been listening to it a lot. And I don't know why. I think I think it was just his best album. And yeah. I think I'm enjoying Drake at the moment. Depending. Any particular tracks off it? Or? Um, you can't go wrong with Take Care. Yeah. Or Marvin's Room. These are all songs I don't know, but I know I do know. You will yeah, know if you heard them, yeah. yeah. Take care, song with Rihanna. Yeah, no. I'm not going to no. sing it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not asking you to. Um, so, Drake, take care. Take care, yeah. Oh, 
I'll go and listen to that. Probably you not. Should. <laughs> um, and last one, go for a film. Um, let's think. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. Why? It's just one of my favourite yeah. films of all time. Loved Robin Williams. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but I just I could watch it over and over again and not get bored. That's it's a shit. great film. The comfort films that you put on me feel shit. Or... Yeah, it's definitely something. My family were all very into it when I was younger. Yeah. We all watched it together. So I definitely feel like it's one of them. Nostalgic. Obviously, working care was that some someone you aspired to be? Or? <laughs> A grown man dressed as an old lady, probably. Please don't, please don't actually answer that. <laughs> um, so we've come on to the unplanned yep. section. Um, I'm going to ask you for two numbers. I'm going to find a question that I've not seen, you've not seen. I'm just going to get your your immediate unfiltered response. So if you give me first first number. Between what? Oh, sorry. Uh, one and 250. Okay, so we'll go for... One What is your definition of success? A healthy, happy life. Being happy, being healthy. I think that is the success that... I, I, when I think of success, I don't think of money. I think of Just being happy health. and friends yeah. and... Yeah. Okay, good. That's wholesome. Um, and your second one? Ooh. 31. Uh, what's the phone app you use most? Um, TikTok yeah, or Instagram. Are you, are you stuck in TikTok loops and I could literally sit there for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I. It's one of the, yeah. I'm I'm trapped. I love it and hate it. Yeah, because you're listening to the same yeah. sound every time. It's the same things, the same people. <laughs> it is. Talking about different things, but still stuck in a loop for. Yeah, it's probably TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Or Instagram, but. Yeah. I think I spend more yeah. time on TikTok on a whole. You, you, yeah, as we talked earlier, you've got a, there's something in it for you. Yeah, well, so. 100%. Okay, we got there. Um, so to play out, um, I'd like to find find the song that was number one on the week uh, you were born, um, which is uh, Spaceman by Babylon Zoo. <laughs> Which was released in 1996. Um, I've I've never heard of this before. I only heard of it because yeah. I googled the song. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna be honest. It's not a good song. I it's don't like horrendous. It, but we'll, we'll we'll stick to the rules um, that I set. Um, so playing us out is Babylon Zoo. Uh, Abby, thank you very much. For thank doing you this. for having me, Aidan. You're welcome, and we will see you next time.